from the front line. It's not going to work, man. From the tailgates. Representing KTYR and its stakeholders, we are the Forum for the Fan, the Bleed Blue Show. Flying solo, here's your host, Steve. Nah, nah, uh, nah, this nah. This edition of the Nickabaca Avenue Fan Forum is being hostage and taken over by Nickabaca Avenue himself. Fire away, Chief. Leave the leave the fan forum, fellas. Leave the lead it leave well, the charge. Well, good evening, good afternoon, good good, good morning. However, wherever you're listening from us, welcome to the Nickabaca Ave Fan Forum. I'm your boy Nickabaca Ave, and I'll be I'll be hosting around today. And Steve wants to, you know, he wants to lean back today. Um, he's a little tied up, and you know, I have him duct taped to, you know, to his computer chair right now. And um, it's about time that Nickelback Ave actually took over his own fan form for once. Um, Knicks win tonight, um, a, a gritty, you know, overtime victory over the Chicago Bulls in Chicago. Uh, and Knicks win their fifth in a row. Um, uh, big game by Julius Randle. Great bounce back game from by Jalen Brunson. You know, um, you know, key three pointers by Quentin Grimes. Um, you know, it, it went it went across the entire board tonight, Chief. So let's hear. Um, we'll be bringing in the, you know, the calls as they come in in, in, in order. Um, uh, what else I got to say? Oh. Obviously, if you know, if you haven't known by now, com is the place to be for all, you know, for all your previous episodes, um, all the audio archives regarding the New York Rangers and the rink, whenever, the, whenever baseball gets started in the dugout, and of course, the, you know, the, the, the big blue round table uh, for the Giants, and of course, you know, Wednesday night is basketball night, it's hoop night, and we actually started a little bit later because, you know, the Knicks went into overtime with the Bulls. <laughs> Um, after that horrible, horrible uh, last possession by Julius Randle to end regulation, but he bounced back and, 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 and took care of business in overtime. You know, big plus shots by Quentin Grimes, by Jalen Brunson, um, and, and, you know, a complete shutdown of the Bulls in, in, in overtime. I mean, Steve, you tell me, boss, what do you say? What do you see in, in, in this Knicks team now that you haven't seen you know, over the past, over the first two months? I mean, obviously, it goes without saying that the defense is better. But what are you seeing personally? Uh, smarter possessions. I see them playing. Remember, I go, it goes back to that Milwaukee game with the pace. They they're making better efficiency with their possessions. Uh, we've seen Randall shoot the rock better from three this year, approved from last year. Remember, he was shooting like, what, 40% two years ago and dipped back down to 30%. Right. He's shooting the rock really well now. Um, McBride, I see, it's the little things. It's McBride and quickly, their chemistry. It's little things like that that are disrupting possessions from the other team. That's one of the main things I see. Um uh, and, and it goes to show, you know, uh, it's a nice little win streak, it's a nice little groove, nice rotation. Mitchell Robinson and the guy, I, you know, you know how I feel about him offensively. Uh, the, but he's been a monster on that glass dog. Like, there's no way around it. <laughs> and, and he's he's been doing his job defensively. I gotta give him credit, man. The, the, the guy is averaging about nine offensive rebounds per game over the last, you know, about week and a half now. And that just goes without saying, Mitchell Robinson, 
you know, say what you want with, about him offensively, but, you know, on that glass and, 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 and in every other, you know, uh, part where it counts, Robinson is getting the job done, and you and and, and it's it's really cool to see how the how his teammates are starting to you know kind of back him up and kind of you know stepping in into the offensive role, knowing that he's he's limited as he is, and that gives him plenty of of empty floor space for him to clean up that glass and you know to be able to defend guys, block shots, and protect the rim at all costs. But you know, let's get into the dialogue. Who's who, who's up first? Who's on the queue? Do we have anybody at the queue right now? Yeah, you got Don with us. You got Mr. Live. We can bring them on one at a time, and then I'll go back on mute so you can do your thing. This is a hostage takeover by Nickabaka Avenue. Absolutely, Dom. Dominic, come on, bo- come on, boy. Say hi to everybody. Good evening, gentlemen. Good evening, Stephen. Good evening. Ho ho ho! Five in a row. <laughs> <laughs> Dominic predicted again. What do you say we'll be over 500 by the time we came on this week? Predicted on the on the on the eight on the seventh of December. I said we'd be two games over 500 on the 14th. Here we are. Yeah. Uh, can you predict us another nine game winning streak like you did a couple of years ago? Because that was that no, one was this, even this, more this, <laughs> this this one, will, I'll tell you what, guys. Not to I'm wasting this. One. This one will go seven. All right, all right. So um, you heard it here. You heard it here, folks. You know, from, you know, from Denardo DP, uh, the Knicks will, will go on a seven-game winning streak. Uh, obviously, the next game is against the Bulls again in Chicago, um, and then um, we'll just see how that you know how they bounce back. You know, and then if they bounce back, and Dominic, I don't know if you if you noticed, but Steve put me onto it, and then I kind of saw it you know firsthand. Did you not notice Leon Rose, Scott Perry, and Allen Houston all sitting next to the Knicks bench tonight? And didn't you find yeah, that kind of odd? No, because I, I I told y'all before, guys, on the last show, they are not going to blow this trade deadline. I want to say, I want to say one thing. I have been hard on this front office, but the one thing I can say, and you guys should look at it and back it up. They have not been hoodwinked yet. They may not have pulled triggers, but they also haven't, as everybody would say, give up the farm for this guy. They have not been beat yet. They made some bonehead decisions, fellas, don't get me wrong, but they have not been beat yet. So they're going for something starting tomorrow. Yeah, I mean – I'm hearing some rumblings. Obviously, you know, we're still in the middle of baseball hot stove, and so you're hearing those rumors. But the rumors um, that I've been hearing on the Twitterverse uh, over at Knicks Nation is there is something brewing. Um, and, you know, there are, you know, a lot of teams are being discussed, and a lot of uh, players are being discussed at this current moment. But that's neither here nor there. Let's not worry about the, you know, about the, you know, the rumor mill and all that stuff that Steve was saying. Let's bring on Mr. Live. Mr. Live, welcome back to the Nickelback Fan Forum. How you doing, bro? Um, I'm blessed, man. I'm blessed. What's up? What's up, people? How y'all doing, man? Yeah, so... Tonight, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm taking hostage of, uh, over, over my own fan form, and um, I, I heard the gunshot, so I, I knew something was up. 
<laughs> Something was up. I had I, I had a duct tape Steve because you know Steve sometimes can you know he can get wrapped up in you know because he, he gets wrapped up in in, in in all these other sports. So it's about time that he got the night off a little bit tonight. But right. so I want to hear from yeah, you. So, I want to hear from a, you. What did you? What did you? It's a Larry Davis Bronx situation in the eighties. Oh, oh, hey, hey, hey! That's that's enough from you right there, Steve. But um, <laughs> um, it puts the lotion on the skin. Yeah. Um, <laughs> live. What did you see yeah. tonight? What did you like? What did you you, you, you know talk to me? Well, I've I, I seen I've seen I've seen um I've seen a, a better discipline of of, of, of game management. Maybe not necessarily. In the form of call playing, but the but but there's a there's a a a better looking game for the last I would say four or five games. Um, you know, you might want you may you may want to call it you know Jalen Brunson and and uh and Randall's show, but um, if that's what it takes, man, to, to form an identity of how you're gonna get your shot, then that's cool. I'm I'm with it. You know what I'm saying? Jr. needs to be. Um, needs to, to, to take his shots. He needs to command whether he wants that ball or not, and um, and, and and whether whether him and him and Brunson had that discussion or they keep on running the same plays over and over again. It is what it is. Somebody, um, you know, Grimes out there now with with, with a solid shot. With with, with a, he's spreading the defense, um. You know, and overall, be just a, a better looking game, man. We just looking better now. Um, you know, we we gonna definitely have to have to make some, you know, take advantage of this trade deadline, man. I, I heard rumors, Lakers rumors. I heard everybody, and that's probably why I thought that they benched uh, Cam more so because they didn't want him hurt in these trade talks, like you know, Obi is or whatever the case may be. So. Um, Man, I'm just I'm just really happy, man. I'm almost jaded, man. Um, the, the announcer she took my line. This felt like two years ago. Right now, this felt like two years ago. The de- the defense is dictating our wins. You know what I'm saying? Tonight we was we was very lucky to, to hit all of those threes. And uh, um, but 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 what what bailed us out was defense, man. Great D on 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 the rows in that key points. Um, uh, Caruso, man. I, that's another guy that that slipped, man. We should have we should have picked up great fucking uh, uh, point guard, man. But you know we 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 did it, we did it, man. We we, we you know so now all we got to do is do it again, man, and um you know get them get them out out, out, out of our headlights for you know our our vision for a minute, man, and keep on just keep on playing good 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 team ball, man. Good defense again. Got got to big up uh, Robinson, man. He is. I, man, re, re, offensive rebounds and 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 guarding that basket, man, and and them putbacks. Let's go, man. That that man is that that he's he he is he is further uh, deepening our our identity, man, as far as a defensive team. So I'm I'm just I'm feeling great right now. I just kind of need another shooter in the mix. <laughs> I need another guy that's, that that we can rely on for a three point shot. Other than that, man, you know the Knicks is looking good right now. Feeling good. Absolutely. Um, 
especially tonight's game, you know, considering Chicago is not a, 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 a high-octane three-point shooting team, you know, they started the first half kind of hot, you know, at, at least to, you know, to my comfort level. And, you know, tonight they pretty much dominated the paint. You know, they were a plus 16 in the paint. However, mm-hmm. um, you know, the Knicks took care of business, and, and they, you know, they were hitting the three. So, Steve, real quick to you, over the last five games, ever since that loss to Dallas, the Knicks have been holding opponents down, you know, to, to, to below their average. Obviously, tonight was a different story since it was since the game went into overtime. But you, you look back at the game against Sacramento, Charlotte, Atlanta, Cleveland. What is different? What What do you see different in, in, in the defense? You know, that you know that's making the big difference because. You know, aside from Jalen Brunson having, you know, he having his struggles, except for tonight. Tonight, you know, he, he had a good, great bounce back game. But what are you seeing defensively from this team that's making the difference in these victories? Oh, definitely McBride, man, McBride and Grimes. I'm telling you, like their defensive effort is more than what we were getting at the backup. You know, with those other guard positions when you're talking about Fournier and. Uh, uh, let's see, even Derrick Rose, because even Derrick Rose Rose, doesn't yep. even have his, he doesn't even have all his legs back. You know, we could just tell. You know what's funny? Because they show um, those old Bulls clips from the, I, you know, to be honest with you, that's a Nick fit. I actually appreciated those Bulls teams with Noah, Luol Dang, Derrick Rose in his prime, and Young Thibodeau. And you, you saw the athleticism in Derrick Rose back then versus what it is now. I mean, I mean, it is what it is. It's father time. And you got you know, injuries. It's just not the same guy. You know, back in Chicago days. But the point I'm trying to say is, McBride, is, I'm telling you, McBride is a pest out there, and I love it. It's old school basketball. It's almost 94 feet. He doesn't does he doesn't do a 94. If they asked him to play 94 feet worth of defense, he would. He has that kind of spirit. And I like the fact that I mean, he's shooting bad right now up until this point. But the crazy thing is, it's like when he goes to the G League, he's he's killing cats in the G League. Then he comes up to the varsity, but his shot is not getting down like it was, but it has been the last couple of games, though. He, he did not – he knocked down a couple of shots in that second quarter, found, found them in the corner, and, and this is going to take time. Listen, it's all about rhythm, man. Grimes and McBride, even quickly to an extent, because quickly had to always defer or, you know, he had to defer to Rose a lot, it seemed, when, when Rose was in there. Quickly, um, I would like to see a little bit more out of quickly offensively. But he does give you a little bit more energy now. Uh, you know, he found that, uh, you know, found Sims on the alley-oop. Uh, he, you know, I know he tried to do the, the, the two-for-one thing. You know, he's taking these deep threes. Um, you know, I get, I understand why he did it. But just be more smarter and aggressive at the same time. So, to me, quickly, Grimes, McBride, defensively, is making a little bit difference on – see. Th- Problem, okay, I'll say this, and you can go to, go back to wherever you want to say, Av. It's the little thing mm-hmm. what those guys are doing to me. Is, 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 if, if it wasn't, if it would have been the old rotation, we probably would have had a loss in there, let's say Charlotte game. The Charlotte game would have probably been a loss if we went back to the old habits with Fournier, uh, even the Cleveland game. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, I'm telling you, these guys are playing with a lot of confidence. I ain't worried about Obi topping, chucking up threes. I mean, it's little shit like that. We're not wasting possessions. You know what I'm saying? Him, him shooting air balls in the corner. No, you get the three point shooter. You get the right three point shooters. You let offensively Randall. I mean, listen, I don't even like Randall 
creating and drawing triple teams. Like, you do what you do. You go to Brunson at the end of the game. This is what he does. You know what I'm saying? But offensively, right. find Grimes. And then defensively, it's the, you know, you, you upped it with those guards. I like it. I like what I'm seeing, man. Lee Blue. Outstanding. Outstanding points. Nam, to you. Out of, um, what are you seeing? Because, I mean, obviously, something clicked after that Dallas loss. And then, you know, we went on the, we're on this five-game um, you know, winning streak. You're saying we're going seven, and I'm looking at the schedule. We're, we got, we're playing Chicago again, and then we're in Indianapolis against the Pacers before we head home for Golden State. So I'm guessing that's where you think the buck will stop. What are you seeing differently, you know, especially from our bench? Because I think the bench, as, as Steve just alluded to, has been – the catalyst to all, you know, to just how much of the defensive intensity that the Knicks are coming up. And since you are the one that always comes up with, you know, where we rank in terms of team efficiency, talk to me. What are you seeing and what, you know, what do the numbers say? Tonight, tonight was an oxymoron because of, one, overtime. And believe it or not, guys, Chicago shot. They shot very well because I told y'all last week, and it was still 0.2%, 0.7% over. They're the first team average over what the Knicks are holding opponents to in the field goal percentage in five games during this winning streak. And matter of fact, the Knicks done went, excuse me, sound like I'm from the South. The Knicks went from third in field goal percentage against since we last talked to second. Second. 44.7%. There's only one team that's better than them. That's Milwaukee, 44.5. Field goal percentage against. And if I'm not mistaken, I can't find that stat yet. I think the Knicks are second in the league in rebounds. Again, like I said last week, opponent missing, you rebounding, we're setting the pace. It don't have to be breakneck pace, but we are setting the pace now. It's not herky-jerky, though we had, we got to admit, guys, we had some bizarre possessions down the end. Even before the Randall fiasco, we had RJ back-to-back turnovers. Then down the stretch, I couldn't understand how Randall held the ball for like 18, 19 seconds before he even started moving. That forced overtime. But, again, that being said, guys, but again, we, we, we hear too much bitching through, about Knicks fans, too much bitching from Knicks fans. Oh, Knicks going into a nine-man rotation. Man, 90% of the NBA does this. Some of them stretch it to 10. But since we went into this, you had Knicks fans today. Oh, my God. Uh, Thibodeau should be put on trial for war crimes if Brunson plays. How about we say if the medical staff and Jalen Brunson say he can play, he's going to play. Let's get off of this tap dancing, soft tube shit the NBA is into now. And guess what? He came out, he played, and he balled out. <laughs> I mean, I hope he gets hurt more. And this just goes to prove something I've been saying for a while. R.J. Barrett, I said this to you all a long time ago, R.J. Barrett is going to be a very good Alfred, and that's who he is right now. 
He's not Batman. He's not Robin. You could pick who's Batman and Robin, Randall or Brunson, whichever one you want. And then we're down to Alfred, which is R.J. Barrett. And there's nothing wrong with that, guys. If you got a guy that's pretty damn good as your Alfred, hey, I'm happy. He, he's not a Batman. He's not a Robin. But now that he's got two pretty good players around him, we could deflect some of the stuff that he can't do. And then you got Grimes, who's picking up for, again, RJ has his good days, bad days when he's shooting. But Grimes is going to have more good days than bad days, guys. Let's just, Steve, we watched this kid in college. They said he shot, I don't know what it was, 800-something threes in his college career. This guy's a shooter, fellas. R.J. Barrett wasn't a shooter, wasn't a shooter in college, hasn't been a shooter in four years in the NBA. Quentin Grimes is a shooter. There's a reason, fellas, through all the who I like, who I don't like. There's a reason, a couple of reasons. Cam Reddish is not playing. One, Grimes is better than him. (laughs) I hate to say it so simply, but Grimes is better than him, and he has a better upside. And we got him on the low for a few years. So let, let's just hope, now, again, that the Knicks front office does something smart this time and they parlay Reddish because he's got to go. He's probably not playing because they're going to he, – he's got to go. But let's just hope we get something good. Kyle Kuzma, you know, Fournier. Check, check this out, guys, and I'm going to stop. The Knicks could parlay – 28 Reddish, and give the Wizards back their pick that we stole from them for Kyle Kuzma. Think about that for a second. I know we don't like rumors, but just think about that for one second. We wouldn't even have to give up one of our protected picks. We can give them back their own damn pick that we stole from them. Hmm. I don't know, fellas, but this is a good team, guys, and they're and they got some youth, man. I mean, you know, we heard for three years, play the kids, play the kids. Well, some of them are playing. Some of them are balling. <laughs> so here we are, guys. And you know what? As before live comes on, now I'm going to stretch it to eight in a row. Because you said the last time the Golden State was the last game you brought up. They're right. 14 on the road. I'm taking the Knicks at home. That's eight. That's eight in a row. Let's go and, That that's also with the with, with, with the recent reports that uh that, that Curry might be might be missing that game anyway. So um yeah, they lost I'm, 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 against Indiana and Indiana they can't win on the road. Period. So, yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you 100%. I'm with you 1000% on that one. Uh, I, I I'm thinking that you know that that Golden State game is, you know, is attainable. And you know they can build up a nice little run considering the schedule. Um, you know, heading into the Christmas Day game, you know, which is going to be nationally televised against the Sixers. I think that you know the Knicks can you know can come in as one of the hotter teams in the NBA come Christmas Day. But um, on to live, live, a big game yeah. by Jalen Brunson tonight: thirty points, seven assists. Obviously, Randall had 31 with 13 rebounds and seven assists. You know, obviously they want to, they want to mention his turnovers. I really don't care right now at the moment. So, 
how much do you think that Jalen Brunson needed this game? Because, like I said before, he's been struggling over the last four games, despite the fact the Knicks are winning. Tonight, he balled out and hurt. What did it mean to him? I mean, I mean, look, man, you know, he's he been getting the praise for running the ship since the, since the season started. Everybody see the, the difference in that. Um, now, I believe, to, to, to your point, his sustainability is now in question, right? Me and Steve talked about it a couple, a couple times here. Like, um, if you look at them old um, bulls, the reels that they was just showing, you've seen how athletic every one of them do it out dang and, and nowhere know how, how they was until Thibodeau ran their ass in the ground. This is going to be a question mark. So, so, uh, Brunson did not want to sit out. You understand? We, 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 they, I, I was looking at hoops like, they were talking about a foot contusion. So I was like, what the fuck is a foot contusion? You know what I'm saying? That, that don't sound like no sprain or nothing. So next thing you know, he playing. So I'm like, okay, but, you know, I think he I think he played more to for for the public and the durability than anything, man. We you know, with the glut at the at the point guard, we he could have sat out and, and, and rested that up a little bit. But um, you know, because you know, you know, we looking at it, man, and half the team is on the bench mixing Gatorade, you know what I'm saying? So so um I'm glad he played because he killed him. You know what I'm saying? And he's a He's a he's a he's a savant when it comes down to that paint game. Um, I don't know. They keep on talking about that Illinois thing, man. He looked like he's from Brooklyn. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we all we do is is paint. We don't shoot no threes. So, um, I I think it was very important for for, for him. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and very important to to do that on the national team. You know. So, um, you know, but 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 I I I'll tell you what what what. You know, Steve had mentioned it, man. Um, what are we gonna do when when Obi get 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 more healthy, right? Because Sims is playing better than him. Okay, he is he is he is a more of a product, right? You know what I'm saying? You can you can say what you want about athleticism or whatever to have you, right? But Sims plays a more integral game with him playing at that four. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know what's going to happen. I, I know what I want to happen, right? Because, again, I've, I'm not going to say, you know what I'm saying? That man from Brooklyn, not, you know what I'm saying? You know, go Brooklyn, man. But you know what? I, I've never been the OB topping fan fan. Not unless you're going to trade Randall. If you trade Randall, then play that play play him like you play any Thibodeau um, situation. But for for, for OB topping the, to, to, to come into his own, man, so OB topping needs to be in the paint. He's not a. He's playing the same way Randall plays as a small forward, and we don't need him to play like that. We need him to play his game. His game in college was back to the basket. You understand what I'm saying? In and out. So, um, I'm concerned. You know what I'm saying? And the reason why I'm concerned is because because while while Sims is being able to flourish right now, man, you have to play uh, Ob Thompson when he come back. Like you have to, especially in, in in these um in these trade times. So, um, uh, again, man, we I, you know I I was gonna and, and, and I was gonna start the show talking about we ain't need to talk about Brunson, man, because Brunson everything that Brunson has brought us is evident. 
You understand what I'm saying? Julius Randle is, is back to two years ago as far as his last stretch, maybe even six games. You understand? Um, um, Randle is back. Um you know, now we, we, we need we need RJ and I and I believe RJ is finding his game. He's taking less threes, which I want him to do. He should be playing more like DeRozan. Mid range and I've seen um uh, 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 RJ hit 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 mid range junch. You understand what I'm saying? That's in his game. I you know what I'm saying? I think the the, the, the whole scope of the NBA have it so like him and Obi and them have to be stretched out on the three. We we need to get back to 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 to, to pain game, you understand? But um um and and, and you know and finding the roles in, in 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 this in this stretch, um McBride has has turned up um uh quickly definitely turned up and, and again we are becoming the same defensive team we were two years ago. Um. You know, and 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 Dom Dom had to put me on on on, on how uh, prevalent that that those rotations is. He just mentioned it a little while ago, man. So I, you know, and I believe that that's that's key in in our success. That everybody um, that's playing is familiar with with the next man because of that uh, uh, clipping of the rotation. So yeah, nah, man. I, look, um, I just want Brunson to be healthy. You know. Um, I, I, I don't. He. I, I never saw him as a self motivator. I've always thought, you know, he knew what he could do, even 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 when he was on the Mavericks. I just don't want him to burn himself out trying to prove it to the rest of the world. So, yeah, man. Like, now nah, let's get it. All right. Uh, thank you very much. Um, so I'm again looking at the schedule, again, and you know, I'm, I'm not overlooking any opponents, but if you really think about it, if if you factor in Golden State, um, you know who you know who, who we play on Sunday, you know, and and their horrible road record. You figure in right after that, you got you got Toronto, and then you got Chicago. Steve, I come back to you. Say you were on that coaching staff, you know that you got at least two out of the next three games against these same Chicago Bulls. What adjustments are you making, or are you recommending? For the next game, and then of course, you know the, the following um, a game a game ahead into the schedule when they come to the Garden. I would just focus on the game on Friday. Well, that, that's another thing too. This uh, NBA, it's almost like that baseball field where um, a team goes to a, a city for like the three day weekend, and it's kind of like what the NBA is trying to do a little bit. I don't actually don't mind it at all. It feels like. We just played game one of the quarterfinals in the Eastern Conference tonight. <laughs> so mm-hmm. to answer your question, so to answer your question, I, I, the Knicks did everything. I, I, okay, the biggest adjustment, and, and and I think this is just to their the, the kink in their armor. I don't think the Knicks are going to play a, a complete forty-eight minute game. Like, come on, us four, we've been on this platform many a time. You knew there was going to be a letdown in that third quarter. They played too well in that first half not to be a third quarter. I mean, we've seen this Mm -hmm. with the Fisdale Mm -hmm. years and the Hornacek years. It doesn't even matter. So, if if the adjustment adjustment I would like for them to make, although they will not make it, is if they play a first half like they did tonight, stop the bleeding early or put the team away. But – 
that's asking too much, I think. I think it's just asking too much realistically. I mean, I would love for them to do that. I just don't think they had that in them. And and, I, and the crazy thing, I don't want to get overboard because I was late coming into the third quarter. And then when I when I got to the third quarter, I already saw that the Knicks took a timeout. They already told me right there, oh, we blew the lead. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so that's... That's one thing I wish they cleaned up a little bit and just put teams away. I just don't think they had that in them. I really don't. But with that said, um, I think it's going to be the opposite on Friday. I think the Bulls are probably going to be the team that jumps off to the lead and how we're going to respond is one thing. You know what I'm saying? Like It felt like the first half, DeRozan and Levine were sleepwalking. You knew that they were going to come on. And I don't think they're going to do that on Friday. I think that it's going to be the opposite. I think they're going to come out guns a-blazing, either or, one or both of them. And how the Knicks respond to that is going to be true telling. And then also, you know, I heard Don mention R.J. Barrett. He's got – I don't want him to foul out. So let's play a better game defensively, stay in the game. I, I thought he did everything right as far as offensively. He just – he had a tough, tough assignment tonight. He fouled out. Just try not to foul out. Try to stay in there. But um, I think that's how I would look at it. I think uh, defensively, watch out how they come out on Friday. I I mean, I don't see how they would come out back-to-back home games in a lethargic way, talking about the Bulls, especially losing like that in overtime in their building to the same team. So I I think that's how we should – I like to see how they react uh, with uh, – I mean, the scoring – the the, the scoring – uh, right across the board was pretty much how I expect a Nick team this year. So I, don't do anything else different. Just don't, d- just do not go sleepwalking in sp- certain sp- spots of this game. And I really want this game on Friday. I believe blue. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, actually, uh, um, you know, before I go to Dom, one thing that I, you know, that I personally want to see is I want to see Julius Randle, you know kind of like you know, expect that double and triple team to come a little bit early and, him, and for him to react a little bit better. I think that there were times where he, you know, he, he shot it out the grind. And fortunately for him, you know, he, he got more lucky than good in, in, in some of those aspects. Um, but I would like to see him, you know, react a little bit better. Um, not always looking, you know, to, you know, to get the call, you know, because obviously in the first half he was getting all the calls, and then in the set, right around the midway second third quarter, he just he wasn't getting any, and you know they were still following him, but he wasn't getting those calls, and that's when you see the momentum kind of swing back into Chicago's favor. So what I be me personally, I like to see Randall react a little bit, you know, a, a little bit more collected when, it, you know, when a double team comes. I like the fact that he is anticipating them um, and, and he is getting a lot of his teammates, um, you know, into, you know, into key spots. I just would like to see him react a little bit better and quicker. Um, so that way, not every shot is, is a desperation three, you know, right at the buzzer, you know, just like Quentin Grimes hit two of them tonight. So, Dom, back to you. Obviously, we got, you know, we got a big key victory tonight in Chicago. We're going to meet them again. You said we're going, you know, seven, eight in a row. What do you see 
that this team is going to have to do to kind of have the same outcome on Friday night? Play play better in the fourth quarter because I don't know if y'all was watching the MSG feed or ESPN, but the Bulls are the worst closing team in the NBA. And they, they flipped that tonight. They actually didn't fold down the stretch, kept their nose to the grind, and they forced the game into overtime. Now, that could be a double-edged sword because we made a couple of bonehead decisions down the stretch. But that being said, this was Chicago <laughs> out of their norm. Normally, like they said, they, they're worse in the NBA in closing games. They're worse in the NBA in clutch baskets. So this, according to the numbers, guys, was a total oxymoron for the Chicago Bulls. Hence the reason they're 11 and 15, guys. I mean, it's not like they're burning up the league. We could say who they're missing. You know, I'm, I'm tired of hearing that. You know, we've missed players. We're playing with, you know, some new kid. You, you play who's in front of you. I, I say that all the time. If their team is hurt, that's on them. That ain't on us. We, we still got to go out. We still got to lace them up. And we still got to play ball. But, again, that being said, Knicks build a lead, stay firm in the fourth quarter, and it's a wrap. We, we get to walk out of there and go to Indiana. Because they're not that good, guys. I mean, you saw it tonight. Let, let's just be honest. They they had they, – they're the, like I said before, they're the first team in five, six games that shot over the percentage that the Knicks normally give up. They're only the second team in probably seven, eight games that scored over 100. So, again, this wasn't the Bulls that have been playing ball this year, fellas. No, and, and who are they really missing? Uh, ball? I think that's all they're missing. I mean, they still got Caruso. They still got Kobe White to fill in, you know, at that point, guard. So, it ain't like they're missing four or five players, guys. They're just not that good. And here's the thing, Steve, that I will bring this up and I'll move on. I was afraid tonight because I can't stand when Vukovic plays against the Knicks. Because for some reason, he always eats the Knicks for lunch. Now he's on a different mm-hmm. team. He ain't on Orlando. So, but I was afraid, and he started out that way, winning, flipping, and dipping, as Clyde would say, whatever. But he started out, and he had me thinking, ah, shit, here we go again. But then, you know, they kind of sort of went away. And just think, guys, Grimes, RJ, guys did a hell of a job on DeRozan. He scored 90% of his points from the foul. I think he only hit seven shots six or seven shots the whole game. So they, they did a good job. This was definitely an abnormal Bulls turnout. So I expect them to come back to earth, and I expect the Knicks to go back to what they're good at, and this game won't be as close. And we, we move on to Indiana. That's all. All right. Live, any additional thoughts that you want to add to that? Thank you, Mr. Live. Uh, going once, going twice. All right, let's move on. Steve. Yep. Any additional thoughts that you want to add to, you know, to, to tonight's victory or any of the five games um, um, during this win streak? I do want to say about, because I don't, 
be in the, the weeds of Twitter like you guys be. Like you, you guys see all the crazy nonsense from fans about, you know, trade uh, Julius Randle for Walt Clyde Frazier. It, you know, crazy, crazy pr- propositions, man. Crazy, right? But the thing about uh, I, I could have sworn somebody was talking about fire Tibbs, you know, um, earlier this year, and I, I couldn't understand why. I even I, I don't see how that benefits this organization going forward in the sense of we finally got a guy who, I mean, Dom said it like well, a couple of years ago, we got him, right? We finally got a grown man in the room, right? I think it, it, maybe he could be a little bit stubborn towards veterans. I do like his bias when it comes to when a healthy rose before the injury. And of course, Taj when he was with us last year, but I think he's pulling the right buttons, allowing McBride and, and, and quickly to really get out there. I mean, you know how, you know how much it probably hurts him, especially to be in Chicago, that mm-hmm. their own son, Chicago, uh, Chicago's own son, Derrick Rose, didn't play? Because I was – listen, let me let me tell you something. They love Derrick Rose in that city, man. I was at the United Center back in 2016 when he returned uh, to the uh, – to the as a Nick uh, mm-hmm. when we played them. You know, there was the same uh, weekend mm-hmm. when the Cubs won the World Series, and that place was buzzing, mm-hmm. man. They love Derrick Rose in Chicago. You know how hard it must have been for Thibodeau mm-hmm. not to play Derrick Rose in Chicago? You know, just just to break away from – he chose winning over loyalty. And I got to respect that out of Thibodeau. That's a little silver lining I'm looking at when it comes to mm-hmm. tonight's game, man. He could have mm-hmm. easily put Rose in there, disrupted mm-hmm. the rotation. But he did it. He did mm-hmm. it. And, you know, he was a former coach there. We was just talking about mm-hmm. it the last round. And Derrick Rose is beloved. Mm-hmm. He might be arguably mm-hmm. the second most popular bull mm-hmm. in that of, of all time. Mm-hmm. I, I, we all know who number one is, but he's mm-hmm. probably number two above Pippen, if you was ask, ask me. So I just want to put that little tidbit, no pun intended for Tibbs, that, you know, the fire Thibodeau, I, I wasn't really on that. And, and you know, I'm, I'm a Julius Randle guy anyway. I, I don't think none of us on here were anti-Julius. Uh, but Julius is he plays his ass off, man. And we uh, sometimes the, fr- the the possessions could frustrate you. But he got the point guard. He got bursts and they take a lot of weight off of him. And like like um like um Dom said, he's accurate. He, RJ's now Alfred. He doesn't have to be Robin or Batman. Let those two the other two lefties take charge. More so late in games, give me the ball to Brunson. He'll listen. I have no problem. And uh, let me ask live and, and Dominic, you just have, I'll ask you that first. I mean, now that you're seeing like you know a quarter of this uh, game's gone by, like you know all this talk about um, an off season, right, with Mitchell or Brunson and what we would have given up to get Mitchell, but now you're seeing Grimes kind of getting his legs back. Do you regret not getting Mitchell, or are you cool with what you're seeing now based off the nice little win streak? Would you rather have Brunson, or would you rather have Mitchell? Well, um, you know, to be and honest no, and quick. And, and also, you got to keep in mind what we would have had to give up more to get Mitchell, by the way. Right. Um, Which would probably include I mean, if you would ask me this question, you know, about a week or two ago, yeah, the answer would be obviously yes. I, I regret not getting him, um, but you know, now that that, that you know that, that things seem to be kind of like been put back into its proper place, and 
you know, you're putting the square peg in the square hole and, and so on and so forth. I'm glad that we didn't that we didn't actually make that, you know, that kind of an investment in just one player um, just to get him here, just because he wanted to be here. Um, I, I, and, 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 you know, I, I never wanted, me personally, I never want Thibodeau to get fired, but there were some, a lot of head scratching things that were, that were happening in the organization, especially over the first, what, 20 games that made you look, wonder is, is this guy, you know, does he still have the locker room? Does he still have the, you know, the, the, the ear to the players and does he, is he still willing to innovate and do something different? Um, obviously the answer is yes. He, he, you know, he is capable of doing so. And just like, you know, like we've all said it, and, and, and Dom was the first one to say it, you know, we do have a grown man in the room to finally tell these kids what to do. And and finally, you know, you're seeing the result of that. Benching Fournier, benching Rose, benching Reddish, um, and, and, and playing, you know, quickly in Grimes and, and, and Sims. And, you know, to, you know, to the point earlier, um, you know, with Toppin, you know, Toppin might be, you know, that, you know, might be that one talked about piece that you're willing to let go now. Um, and, and that's not to say that I'm not an Obi Toppin fan because I am, you know, but, but in all reality, if, if you're look if you're looking at this trade deadline coming up in the next two months and you're looking up and down your roster and you're, you're noticing what you need to do to get, you know, to improve your team and what's available, you know, Obi Toppin's going to be one of those guys that's going to be mentioned, you know, in a lot of those trade talks. And, you know, if you're the Knicks management, you have to entertain it. You know, especially if it's, if it's going to, you know, levy, leverage you into a situation where you can get a Zach Levine or a DeMar DeRozan or, you know, a, a Kyle Kuzma or, 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 or you know, or, or somebody out there that can, you know, that can play within Tibbs' system and contribute to the overall success of this team. And, you know, right now the Knicks are sitting sixth in the Eastern Conference. So we're not even in the play-in, but obviously, you know, there's still a lot of basketball to be played. But say the Knicks maintain this and come trade deadlines, they make a big move that actually, you know, propels them into that top four of the higher echelon of the Eastern Conference. Yeah, we'll probably be the worst team among them, but now we're among them. And we can at least build from that as opposed to, you know, how this season, uh, you know, previously started where the Knicks were just, you know, floundering. But um, on, to, you know, on to Dominic, any additional thoughts that you want to, you want to mention, anything you want to, um, you want to point out, anything else, anything else numbers-wise, I'm all ears. To, to Steve's point, the question he asked you, I wasn't for or against Donovan Mitchell. But I look now that we're two games over 500, where we would have been with him. Let's just say hypothetically that R.J. Barrett was in the trade. And now you're flipping R.J. Barrett to Mitchell. So now we have Brunson, Randall, Mitchell, and not Brunson, Randall, R.J. And to add semi-insult to injury, we wouldn't have invested $30 million in R.J. Barrett, which, again, guys, it's no knock, man. This is the part that, that sometimes you got to always reiterate to Nick fans. It's not a knock on him. 
They gave him the $30 million. I personally, Dominic, with his numbers and where he's gone from year one to year four, that to me, that was a hard pill to swallow. And that might become a poison pill because that may be hard to move. $30 million for a, a good ball player. Let's just say that. You know, he's a good ball player. Is he a $30 million a year ball player? I don't care what the market says. I'm saying, is he a $30 million a year player? So now I look back, like Steve's asking, man, if we're two games over 500, where would we have been with Mitchell? Oof. I, I don't know. We we can only speculate. I mean, it's it's no it's no uh, mystery that Donovan Mitchell is better than R.J. Barrett. Let's just let's just keep that in perspective. He is a better ball player. He's more athletic. And you know what was we afraid of? You know, two uh, semi-small guards. I mean, Donovan Mitchell's very athletic. He can get off the ground. Then you got Brunson, who's like the little bully. So I I think it could have worked. But, again, now that I wasn't a for or against the guy and I'm seeing we're two games over 500, and another thing, guys, we got to keep in perspective, we got to start beating teams that we're not supposed to beat. Because right now we're beating teams, let's be honest, that we should be beating. So we we got we to gotta put our foot to the pedal and around some throats against better teams. And then we'll be able to get a very clearer picture of where this team actually stands. Again, guys, you play who's in front of you. It ain't our fault that this guy's injured. It ain't our fault. Because guess what, guys? At the beginning, our schedule was kind of tough. So now that it's softening up a little bit, that's, that's the luck of the draw. But we, we, we got to start beating the better teams, the Milwaukee's, the, the Brooklyn's, the Boston's. If we really – want to, you know, put our flag in the grass. Until then, we'll, we'll be a I, – I think where we're at, guys, when you look at the standards, the only thing I think might flip that could possibly flip is the Knicks and the Sixers. So I think we could be a fifth or a sixth seed. As long as we're not in that play-in, I'm happy. But I don't see us leapfrogging to, like, let's say four, you know, with Boston – Milwaukee, Brooklyn, nah, I, I, I don't see it. To be honest, I would love it. Don't get me wrong, but I, I don't see that. So I think we'll be a, we'll be a five, we'll be a five, six seed, guys. And there's nothing wrong with that. And who knows? It could be a four. Cleveland's starting to come back down to earth. So let's let's just, you know. I'm just happy that where they're at right now. But I, I was just stuck on what Steve said. I think we'd be quite a few games over five, quite a few more games than two games under 500 with Donovan Mitchell. He brings that much, guys. I mean, he is a very good offensive ball player. So, yeah, But we got who we got, and we play with who we got, and we roll on. All right. Thank you very much. Um uh, Live, um, what do you say to Steve's, to, to Steve's question? And also, now that I'm looking at the rest of the schedule for the month of December, and Dom just, just noted it, it is getting softer. Um, you know, we got one, we got two games with the Bulls left. 
um, uh, this month. We've got Indiana, then you got the Champs coming into town on Sunday. Toronto, Philadelphia on Christmas Day. Then we're in Dallas, in San Antonio, and in Houston. You know, all three of those teams, you know, they're – you can – the Texas teams, which, which I hate I, – I, which I hate them by default. But, um, you know, aside from Dallas, I see a lot of winnable games. What say you? Um, everybody everybody you mentioned, I ain't scared of. <laughs> right? I mean, it ain't same. Remember when we was on that – that that was a call that uh that that run where we were supposed to uh where I said we was gonna go four four and one we went three and two um and we lucked out and beat two 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 cats that we ain't think we was gonna play I forgot that right now but I'm gonna I'm gonna have it in a second but uh, again aside from Golden State who you named that 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 right now as a Knicks fan as as a as a person who know their temperature right now. Who, who are you saying in there we can't be? You feel me? It's like it's like it's not like we 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 playing at such a we playing. At, I don't want to say how high we playing, but we're playing at a place where most teams can get it right now, right? Because we not we not. It's not what's what's beating team. You know, our winning is, is coming from our defensive situation. So, um. You know that those those next that next what you named about seven eight games I'm, that's not it's not a problem for us it's not it's not it's not a problem for us so um I, I would I would I would I would only say man maybe if 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 the if a trade came in and got rid of too many people including the guys that we're not playing because you you got you got to know that that, that team chemistry count. With, with the cats on the bench too, you know what I'm saying? Um, um, when we had that 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 cat uh, Tenson or T- Tenson, oh, I forgot the homie name. You know, people people on that bench supporting you and 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 and, and giving you you pointers and, and and love because you know as much as I don't like um, uh, uh, Fournier, man, you know Grimes is always talking about the, the dude. You know what I'm saying? So. Um, Team chemistry right now is gelling, and this is the reason why I don't like um, critiquing the game, you know, the team before 20 games. Uh, you know, because no matter what, you you just don't know what, you know, what we have. But I'm not worrying about it. I'm, I, look, I'm not Raptors. I mean, Raptors is always sneaky with us, man. I don't know what that is, man. But, you know, um, I I ain't scared of them either, though. Um, 76ers, um, if they not a complete team, I, I'm not scared of them, right? They, they even, I, I, I had a lot of my people, my, my, my Philly people talking about they want to trade, um, they small forward. So they don't like him at all. I forgot the homie name. Um, but the, everybody going through, everybody going through the ringer, man. And, and see, and even after that, man, look, you got the Spurs and the Rockets and, and I and, and then the signs. I'm like, come on, be we some we can we could do some history making. We could do some history in the next couple of games, man. I think. Can I, I think say one thing? Live. Yeah. Can I say one thing? I, I was thinking yeah. about what Av said up and up until said the Spurs. Not one of those teams have a better record than us right now. See, look at that. 
as a dom right there. Clap it up. You know what I'm saying? I, I wasn't scared, but he he got the numbers right there, B. He got the numbers. I'm not, I'm I'm just not scared. You know what I'm saying? The t- and look, look, he, he said he said up to the Spurs, and I'm going to Rockets and the Suns and the Spurs. Now that's that's a little tough. Rockets, Spurs, Suns, Spurs, right? That's that's a little that's a little tighter, but still, I'm like I'm like before, right? As Dom said, before the Spurs. I'm not saying, and, 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 you know, please, you know, the, the heavens and, and, and the powers that be don't, I'm not saying it's a cakewalk. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not saying that. And I'm not overly confident about it. But what I am is, is I'm, I'm not underly. You, you, and y'all know we mix in. We know what underconfidence is. But we don't have it usually. Right? But we know, we know what the schedule will look like. And we know the temperature of the team that we, that, that's playing for us right now. And right now, man. With, with with Grimes and 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 McBride and and and, and Obi, I mean, no, no, I'm sorry, um, um, quickly coming in and anchoring that second unit, and and and, and nobody is get, is able to get their perimeter, um, situated with them guys up in there, man. You know, Sims, big up my my man Sims. I, I I'm feeling real good, man, about Rand, you know, Randall and his spinning in the. In the in the lane and jumping up and passing the ball, you know what I'm saying? Because a lot of that is being mitigated right now by some really good defense. So, um, I look, man. I think we can make some history. I, you know, it's it's, it's uh, I don't want to give you a, a a real crazy number right now, but man, look, I'm the, the Bulls. That's a that's a the Pacers. That's a win. Warriors. I think I think we win that just off of revenge. Just. Off, off of the need for us to get that one, right? Because we didn't do too bad in that last one, but we need to get this one, right? And Raptors, that's a for me, that's a that's a that's a shaky one for me because every time we see, we seem to do real bad against the Raptors, right? Um, boy, right. we not scared. Seventy sixes, we not scared. Mavs, we not scared. So let's go, let's go. And what you said with Steve um question. Nigga by Nigga by Yo, Ab. Yo, anybody there? Yeah, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Are we all right, boys? All right, boys. Uh, let's go around for final thoughts real quick. We got about five minutes left here in the, you know, on this edition of the Nigga by Fan Forum. Steve, real quick, give me about a minute, minute and a half. Let's... Fire away, Chief. Hey, Fine. man. Enjoying the, win, enjoying the win streak, man. I love it. And, Av, the, the takeover has been phenomenal tonight. Uh, thank you for hosting. And, of course, uh, live and, and the great Dominic as well. Um, hey, just continue one game at a time, man. One quarter, one half at a time, man. We could get on a nice little roll. Maybe, like somebody said, it, uh, maybe make some shifts in the, uh, in the Atlantic Division. I mean, based on the personnel, we are doing exactly what we kind of need to do. So, no complaints here on the Nickelback Ave Fan Forum. And Ave, you already know, we've been on here for so many times, down on YouTube. We've been on here for so many times through the the trials and the bad losses. It's time to actually enjoy some shit for a change. Blue blue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, by the way, um, hockey episode, check it out. The Ring Podcast for Ranger Proud is on Apple, Google Podcasts, all that good shebang, the website. And you got the football. 
uh, tomorrow, 7 p.m. versus the Commanders, and actually they flex the game to a Sunday night. And so we're going to have the post game. Chris will will be back, and God bless to his family. And if you haven't heard, you know he's going through some family. Uh, shout, I know he listens to the show here, and he hears you guys all the time, man. So shout out to Chris. He'll be back on Sunday. Bleed blue. Yeah, my love, my love, um, uh, and my, my prayers go to him and his family. Um, I know it's been a tough time, and, he, and I think he's, he's celebrating a birthday, if I'm not mistaken. But um, yeah, two days uh, ago, yeah, yeah. So you know, so happy birthday, Godfather, wherever you are. I know you're listening. Uh, we love you, man, and, and, and you know, and, and whenever you have you have a free moment, you know, we, you know, we're all you're always welcome here on the on, on the on the forum, bro. We, you know. Your, your knowledge and expertise hey, I, I, is always valued. So, uh, Dom, um, I, I, you know, I, I, I've got to say one more thing real quick before. I know, I know we could, Go I say one more thing. I have got to say one more thing, and Dom, I think you'll appreciate this. Av, I would have made that trade for you from Russia as a fellow Marine. I would have brought you back in a heartbeat, my brother. <laughs> Believe me. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> you got to dig, dig that one in. All right. Uh, Dom, your final thoughts, please, sir. <laughs> well, Steve, Steve is right. You know, leave no man behind is not a joke. It's not a catchphrase. But here's the thing, guys. Two, two, keep this with you now. Two is the magic number. We are second, which is the number two, in field goal percentage again. We are second, which is the number two, in rebounds per game. We are second, which is the number two in offensive rebounds a game. So the magic number is two, guys. And guess what? We went from a negative after tonight, we are a positive. The differential between points for and points against for the New York Knicks right now is 1.1. First time we've been in the green all season. Guy is the limit. Let's go Knicks. And as always, I thank you, brother Steve. You know I love you. Get ready for Jack Ryan. Jack Uh-oh. Ryan, man. Yo, another season, man. Another season. Another yeah. season of that. I actually started watching that, and, man, wow. But anyways, live, your final thoughts, please, sir. Yeah, man. Hey, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I'll take I'll take two and, and say the next two games we're going to win, man. You know what I'm saying? We, we got that, man, and, and make it uh, make it a – a nice round number, so we when we meet the Warriors, man, we 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 go home off that, man. You know what I'm saying? Um, love loving loving enjoying the games, man. Not feeling like 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 we struggling and and looking real bad at any stretch of them times. Let's go, man. Bleed blue, man. Let's let, let's get it, man. I you know what I'm saying? I just talked to my man Frank Nilakita. You know what I'm saying? He said he's gonna keep the Braves in until he see us, and he getting some time in that game. So that Mavs game went come up though. So, oh my so watch god! Watch out! <laughs> watch out for my man. All right, hey, bleed blue. I love y'all dudes, man. The return of Fra- uh, Frankie Headlights, Frankie No Neck, Frankie. What a- what other name did he have for this poor guy? <laughs> you know, if we, ever, if we ever. If, if if we ever if we ever have a chance to like sit down with Frank Milakina and and actually have him on the show, just have him, you you versus him, just to let you guys go at it. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I'd kill that dude. All right, happy uh, <laughs> in the matter. I would kill that dude for real. And. Um, 
you know, you know, as always, you know, you can listen to the archives on BelieveBlueShow.com, Podcast Republic, tune in, your Stitcher apps, um, call in is always 929-477-4171. My quick final thought is, uh, Knicks keep on rolling, and you know it, it, it's it's a, it's nothing it's nothing better than to finally you know feeling like the identity of this team is being developed as we see it. Um, you, you know, so you know, praise to you know to, to the coaching staff, to Tom Thibodeau, um, to, you know, to, you know, to his staff, and of course the players. Um, you know, great win tonight, great gritty win tonight, um, and. You know, if you ever want to join us, if you ever want to tweet me out, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm very, not very hard to find. I'm, on, I'm on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I'm Nick Bakarav. Um, Orange and the Blues feature screens will be announced coming soon. Just to look out for that. And as always, Sangre Azul all day, every day. Steve, thank you so much for letting me have, letting me have it tonight. I can't wait to, you know, to do it again. Let's sign out. Do it next week. Fuck it. Fuck it. <laughs> we'll do it next week. Fuck it. <laughs> As always, bleed blue. Can you folks. dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Bleed blue. 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 Bleed blue.